Hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me first remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the use and reuse of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for government and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We're also protected by Brandenburg v. Ohio, 1969, which ruled that the government cannot punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is, quote, directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action is likely to incite or produce such action. So everything said here on Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion is entirely hypothetical. Mm-hmm. And this is episode 131, I guess. I think that's what the, last, the last one was, which was a couple weeks ago. Right, because it was Easter last weekend. So so we're back on our bullshit. Yep. Because the government is still on their bullshit. They're never not. Oh, we got a couple of good ones tonight. I mean, there's (laughs) we we got we got one for I I I specifically put it in the queue for Dirica. (laughs) Oh boy. And it's. I'm glad I took an edible before we started. (laughs) The White House claiming that. Bills that are being passed are bipartisan, even though the GOP is not voting for them. Oh, Jesus. The meaning of words. That's always one. People always tag me in that shit. I do not think it means what you think. Ow, fuck. Sorry. I was. I'm going to say ow a lot every time my elbow hits my fucking center console. (laughs) I was walking down my hallway yesterday, putting my hair up in a ponytail, right? And on like the forward swing with my right arm. I slammed my elbow full speed into the fucking corner of the thermostat right on my funny bone. <laughs> and it like wrenched me all the way up to my shoulder. And now my whole elbow is fucking bruised. And that's after I think I might have a fracture in my foot from kicking the couch earlier in the day with my pinky toe on my left foot. <laughs> if yeah. it makes you feel any better, I slept funny on my right arm and my <laughs> elbow hurt to the point where I couldn't bend it for two days. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I did that with my neck last week. Allergies. I'm telling you, the allergy levels here, right? They have the the, like one to 10 meter. Mm. They've been like eight and a half all week. And I swear to God, I had a horse dancing on the side of my head yesterday. My eyes, my eyes were like Titanic. I mean, they were just, they were going down. I'm so glad I don't deal with that because we get like Southern levels of pollination here, right? Like, the shit covers our cars and just like this disgusting mustard yellow there was a a video out of texas i saw on the weather channel and it's like this this guy on his back porch and he's pointing the camera at these two like 12 or 15 foot cedar trees in his backyard and the it's normal and then the augusta wind will come Uh, and it looked like the trees were smoking yeah the pollen coming off it was so thick it looked like the trees were on fire Mm-hmm. With the yep. amount of with the amount of smoke, and it was just pollen. Oh, it just makes it just makes my eyes want to like burn and water just even thinking about looking at something like. That. <laughs> no, it makes me want to encourage deforestation. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, just get rid of it. It's down with tree rape, and this is. <laughs> and then your eyes get oh. so dry; it feels like it's taking root. I mean, like yeah. pollen is important. My apples and my peaches and my cherry trees are all blooming right now, and you know, but they're they're not. Why can't they be such aggressive pollinators? Like, why do I have to wait for bees to do the job? <laughs> you know, 
that's 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 the punishment for the kids. The kids have to get out there with the Q-tips. Yeah, yeah. Do the, and hand do the pollination and pollinate. Hand pollinate the fucking trees. Yeah. Yep. Don't that's, think I haven't thought of it. That's your your punishment. You have to go hand pollinate a, a hundred blossoms. Yeah. Well, because like my gravensteins have to be pollinated by both the crab apples and the galas in order to produce fruit because the gravensteins are triploids, right? Inky. So, so I know it's a, it's a <laughs> apple tree threesome they're, out here in my orchard. They're poly 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 poly. Polymus? Yeah. Polypolymus. Polypollinators. Yeah. But like the crab apples bloom, start blooming like two weeks before the gravensteins. And then like two weeks later, it's the galas. So like it's a stretch for the for the gravensteins to get properly fucking pollinated by both. Anyways, yeah, you guys don't want to hear about all this. this- <laughs> I have here on the Homesteader Hour. Yeah, no yeah. shit, right? <laughs> this is the hard-hitting journalism people listen to us yeah. to. It's a, how do I make my apple tree bloom? Speaking <laughs> of growing stuff, though, Virginia just legalized legalized recreational cannabis starting July 1st this year, only wow. for personal use, though. Mm-hmm. Um, what was if it you want to sell it, retail doesn't open until January 2024. Yeah, uh, New York, New York just legalized also. And New York's just fucking crazy because you can have um, uh, what is it like up up? It was it was up to like five pounds of homegrown. Like if you could prove that you grew it from your plants, <laughs> yeah. it was like five pounds. And personal use is three ounces. Yeah, I know Virginia. It's weird. Like, so Cal- it's California it's like, personal use is only an ounce. Well, yeah, here personal use is one ounce, but you can have up to four plants. And the products yeah. of those plants, right? As long as they're not visible from the street and children can't access them. Cal- California, it's six plants and they have to be grown inside. Right. Well, these don't have to be inside. They just can't be visible yeah. from the street. Um, so, but they were like, they interviewed this article that I read. They interviewed some of the legislators about, you know, um, you said one ounce for personal use, but they can have four plants. And a bunch of them were like, well, what the one ounce thing really means, we do need to clarify that, but it means we just don't want you carrying around more than an ounce in public. <laughs> On your own property, if you grew it, it's fine. We'll we'll clean up the language later, you know, when we when we get into the regulatory stuff. But one of them was like, Oh, well, I doubt anybody could get more than an ounce out of growing four plants anyways. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? What? Are do you, you fucking kidding me? Do you not know how plants work? <laughs> yeah. Well, do you... <laughs> Dude, dude, I can get more than an ounce out of one fucking plant. I mean, come on. I have seen I've seen some people that have grown plants that are like ridiculously tall. They're super gigantic. That's still Uh one plant. And you are getting an enormous. Yeah. So when we redo our I think we're going to tear out our deck and pour a concrete patio and just put a roof over it. So when we do that this summer. I'm fucking building a little grow house back there, you know, like with covered sides and whatever and grow lights and a heat lamp and shit like that. And I'm going to grow four big ass, super productive fucking cannabis plants. The problem is that you know. Your sister give the samples to. Yeah. The problem is you know that they're going to then start going after you can't have both pot and arms at the same time. 
yeah, well, like that's a guarantee because they always do that. That's what they did with the medical marijuana, too, is where they were like, oh, well, yeah, you can totally have medical now. Oh, but uh, if you have a medical marijuana card, you don't yeah. get your gun rights anymore. Right. <laughs> You're only allowed yeah. so much freedom. Yeah, that's, that's well, I mean, like you difference. assume that I'm going to fucking let them know what I'm doing. Um, I'm not, yeah. It's not their but... business. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, I don't know where to start. Where do we want to start? I don't want. I don't want to do Andrews yet because that's going to make me angry. I'm going to do something to laugh at first. Uh-huh. All right, let's do this one. Uh, Biden says higher corporate taxes won't hurt the economy. <laughs> we, you know, we were just talking. We were explaining the laugher curve to Micah today, and and like you know, voodoo economics and all that shit from Reagan's time. And I mean, fuck every president and all their status bullshit but laffer has a fucking point about corporate taxes and how much businesses we got on the topic because of detroit we were describing how detroit went to shit and lost all the businesses that used to like manufacture there and stuff like that because of their like escalating hostile tax environment for businesses because of like the democratic leadership for decades and decades and decades there um, how, like, what we don't get, we were, Kevin was like, how the fuck do liberals always ignore what they did to Detroit with this bullshit? <laughs> but Detroit's such a quality city. It's got, you know, so much wealth and wonderful neighborhoods right now. And Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I was like, I think that anarchists and libertarians and shit should all just fucking go buy up all that cheap-ass real estate in Detroit and take the whole fucking town over. <laughs> all right. Um, let's get in the article. It says, uh, <coughs> President Joe Biden said Monday he is not worried that a plan to increase America's tax bill would dampen the U.S. economy as it emerges from the COVID-19 pandemic. Asked whether he is concerned that the White House White House's plan to raise uh, the corporate tax rate to 28% could harm an already fragile economy, Biden said, quote, not at all. <laughs> quote, that there's means no. You don't know shit about. <laughs> yeah, what kind of fantasy dude? land do these people live in? I, I... know. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, quote, there's no evidence of that, the president said from the South Lawn of the White House. Quote, here you have 51 or 52 corporations in the Fortune 500 that hasn't paid a single penny in taxes for three years. That's roughly 10% of the Fortune 500. Yeah, and that (sighs) raising the corporate tax rate isn't going to change that. There's always going to be fucking loopholes. The proposed increase of the corporate tax rate is part of the administration's effort to fund its $2 trillion infrastructure proposal, a plan many Democrats promised to pass during the 2020 election cycle. But while politicians in both parties agree that American roads and bridges are in need of extensive repair, uh, fierce disagreements over other priorities and the ultimate size of the bill remain. Biden and progressive Democrats favor spending, including $621 billion in transportation infrastructure, $400 billion to care for elderly and disabled Americans, $300 billion for improving drinking water and broadband access, another $300 billion in building and retrofitting affordable housing. (sighs) 
Republicans, who broadly opposed Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID relief package last month, said the president should deflate the current legislation and almost unanimously oppose edits uh, to the tax cuts passed by former President uh, Donald Trump. Now, let's I, make this clear. None of us here are saying that this shit doesn't need to get done. Yes. All right? Okay? None of us are arguing whether this shit needs to be done or not. But for fuck's sake, they treat us like we're a bottomless fucking well of revenue. Yeah. yeah. Um, Trump's 2017 tax cuts, widely viewed as his landmark legislative victory, lowered the corporate tax rate to 21%, which is where it's at now, from 35%, which it was under Obama, uh, which at the time was one of the highest rates among developed economies. Biden's infrastructure plan would partially roll back Trump's plan, uh, increasing the rate to 28%. I, you know, the, this reminds me of like a vampire, right? This is a vampire that's just sucking and sucking and sucking more blood out of its victim. And the victim's almost completely dry. And they're like, oh, I'm going to chug another three gallons from this body at this point. <laughs> like, there's, like, there's nothing left. It's already a raisin. Okay, can't... let's, like, we're, we're talking, they're talking about hurting the economy by raising this, you know, 7% to 28%, right? Which <laughs> causes... Which I mean, they're they're not gonna swallow it, right? I mean, they're, yeah, they're gonna right. pass on, they're gonna pass on the cost to the consumer, right? Yeah. This is this is at a time they're gonna pass that on to the consumer. This is at a time when the the there was like what three and a half trillion dollar deficit last year, last mm-hmm. fiscal year. This year's looking like a seven trillion dollar deficit, mm-hmm. in, <laughs> in a time where twenty percent. 20% or it's like 20 it's like 22.3% or something like that, um of of the of the money created in the United States in the history of the United States was created in the last 12 months. Yeah. Yeah, and not only that but small businesses have been closing <laughs> left and right. So and the- people have been losing their fucking jobs left and right. This is already a financial fucking pressure cooker. They've already got us at full fucking pressure financially. This whole yeah. nation. I mean, the, the, and remember that small businesses are what really drive a nation's economy, not the real yeah. big corporations. It's the small ones, all the little right. mom and pops that are all over the place. And they're, they're closing the at record create, rates. Yeah. They're the ones that create movement of money. Well, yeah, big and, corporations and, don't. And the one one of the catch lines, one of the, the things that they're that they're using to push this is, oh, it won't it won't uh, the taxes won't get passed on the middle class. It won't be a tax on the middle class. Well, taxes shit. taxes won't raise if you make under four hundred thousand dollars. Blah 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 blah. They don't need to tax you if it inflates the prices of things. Yeah, it doesn't matter because yeah. inflation is a tax. Yeah, if you're every you're... tax is a tax on consumers. Every single tax. If you buy stuff. You're being taxed. Well, yeah, I mean, in, in this, that's the thing that, like, people, like, especially people who support policies like this do not get. They completely don't comprehend it, is that you aren't going by raising these tax rates and now you're taking money out of this business's pocket. This business isn't just going to lay down and die over it. That isn't going to happen. They're going to raise well, their some rates. some of them will. Yeah, some of them will, but most some of, of them, them might. Yeah, going to raise their prices. And all of a sudden, all their prices go up. They're going to not hire as many people as they would have otherwise. So now you're increasing the risk of unemployment. You're looking at the fact that they're not people aren't going to be upwardly upwardly mobile in that company anymore because they can't afford to pay more people more money. There's 
going to be all sorts of problems you're going to create where you're only going to be hurting the middle class. They're going to be the hardest hit because the lower class, they don't pay taxes anyway. Right. So and rising, and rising prices on things like food, because a lot of grocery stores are big corporations, right? A lot of them are cheap. So food prices are going up. You're squeezing everybody's family budget. Less people will be able to afford their fucking rent. Because they're feeding yep. their fucking families at higher prices. And well, yeah, and the majority of the majority of employees of corporations, I realize this may shock people, are in fact middle class. Yep. <laughs> and of course, as always on this channel, this gets worse. Or this gets <sighs> better. Nice. Okay. Amid the concerns, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is leading an effort to inspire other nations institute a minimum tax levy on corporations in order to ensure that no one nation gives give, gains a competitive advantage oh my god hold on hold on hold on hold on quote god, these this, fucking is, this is a quote oh this my a, god this is a quote we are working with the g20 nations to agree to a global minimal corporate tax rate that can stop the race to the bottom Together, we can use a global minimum tax to make sure the global economy thrives based on a more no. level playing field and the no. taxation of multinational corporations and spurs it's, innovation, growth, and prosperity. It's not Give about thriving. It's not about global, global thriving. This is about <laughs> you having nowhere to fucking run, so you might as well stay here. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. They want you to have nowhere else to take your fucking business yeah, and like to move your headquarters to to avoid their bullshit. That's exactly yeah, what the, that's for. The Biden plan would also increase the offshore profit tax rate to 21% up from the Trump era rate of 10.5. It's just I mean this <sighs> is this is blatant again, this is blatant wealth redistribution. That's what this yeah. is. This is, and you know, and it's smacks of wealth redistribution. Yeah, well, redistribution. And it, business is like, is like natural wealth redistribution. Yeah, this is, you know, what this smacks of because it is supposedly for infrastructure, is although we all know how that's going to work. Yeah, um, this <laughs> this whole thing smacks of the way that Hitler tried to put, you know, put Germany back to work with the autobahn system, right? Where instead of using heavy equipment and modern technology, then to make sure that as many people were employed as possible, because see, look at how many people we're putting to work. He made the autobahn get built with shovels. Yes. Yeah. Or that, like the that, civil that was, conservation. Corps. I was That's... just going to go there with the big, yeah. the big new deal, the uh -huh. civilian conservation Corps, the public works program. There mm -hmm. is talk of this infrastructure program. The white house said, Oh, it'll create 19 million jobs. And then like three days later, they're like, we, we, we're going to retract that statement because yeah. because without this plan, the economy would create like 16 and a half million jobs. Uh, so this is going to spend $1.9 trillion to create 3 million jobs. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and that's the thing. And remember, like, look at, look at the, the COVID relief bills and stuff and look at how much of it actually went to what it was supposedly supposed to be for and oh, how shit. much more of the it went. <laughs> To all sorts last, of other things. The last relief bill that that was passed, right, like two point three trillion or whatever it was, we all got like fourteen hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. 
broken down 2.3 trillion divided by 330 million people is like five thousand seven hundred fifty seven dollars but you yeah. got fourteen hundred dollars yep yeah. and you have all these people celebrating it yeah and just like oh yay look at how much money no no and 14 i mean fourteen hundred dollars are you kidding me what does that do for the average the average person realistically well, it, it, that does you, nothing you well you know what we did with <laughs> our stimulus money from december and the latest one we fucking invested in something that's gonna bring a lot more <laughs> income to our family down the road. Like we didn't need it to pay bills and shit, but you know, I mean, it was free money. We might as well invest in something without you touching the family budget. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it. This whole and the thing is, is this is a trend so frequently, like over and over and over again. You hear the same shit from politicians, especially politicians on the American political left. You see the same thing where they say, well, but just because I'm sucking money out of the economy doesn't mean I'm hurting the economy because, well, these people can spare it. Well, you might think that they can spare. And even if they can, do you honestly believe that any of these people is just going to go, well, Well, I can afford that? Oh, well, no, they're not going to. They're going to go, well, then I'm going to cut 1,500 jobs now out of my corporation to undo that extra cost now for this taxes. Right. Or I'm going to raise my prices when for the last year you've been putting all my competitors out of business. Now I have a fucking monopoly and yeah, so if people yeah. want what I what I have, they have to pay my price. I mean, do you, do you honestly believe that Jeff Bezos is just <laughs> going to go, well, I guess I only make a billion dollars this year. Mm. No, he's not going to do that. He's going to be know, like, OK, you know what's well, funny? how do what's I cut fun? costs? No, no, no. What's what's funny is, is Jeff Bezos is actually supporting the $15 minimum wage. Of course mm. he is. And he, they, he already pays Amazon workers $15 an inch. But he's he's supporting that because it will hurt Walmart hurts yep. the small businesses. It will hurt It'll his hurt competition. Anybody with retail locations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who are that's his com- that's his competition. Yes. And, and I don't make that much more than $15 an hour. Like you're effectively just saying that now my job is worth minimum training, minimum effort, minimum experience. Like right. are you kidding? Like I <laughs> I, I just I don't I don't understand the left. Like they literally could not be more fucking backward if they tried i don't get it they're they're talking about increase this or increase tax on this increase tax on that there's not one word about cutting yeah, yeah they never cut spend democrats never oh, no. cut spending i mean they oh, they no. just don't they never have they never will they'll lend a lot of lip service to oh the i mean and their voters will lend lots of lip service to oh well you know we should cut you know spending to the military industrial complex but when it comes down to it none of their politicians ever have none of them ever will no. and they will continue to support these people because right. but who would build the roads yep <laughs> yep yeah, all right let's let's do Derek's article now just because we can okay. all right so this is a uh, from the hill and it says uh white house says bills are bipartisan even if the gop doesn't vote for them but that's not what that fucking word means <laughs> what, what what is what does by mean again i don't understand oh they know what by means when it comes to other things but they can't figure it out when it comes to that oh yes the white house don't know what by means when it comes to other things because they also say there's like a hundred thousand genders or some shit but somehow bisexual i yeah 
Andrew's getting canceled. Ow. <laughs> the White House wants to change how people perceive bipartisanship, arguing that if they put forward proposals that are backed by the Republicans and, and independents, they shouldn't be seen as bipartisan, even if the GOP lawmakers in Washington don't vote for them. That's not what that fucking that, means. That Holy shit. Had, yeah, the it should still shit. be seen as bipartisan, even if, if the GOP lawmakers in Washington don't vote for them. Yeah. But, but <laughs> you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. This guy is such <laughs> a fucking idiot. Oh my God. Uh, the effort took shape as Democrats approved a massive and broadly popular 1.9 trillion uh, COVID coronavirus relief measure uh, with zero GOP support and continue as the party increasingly look poised to move another 2.25 trillion infrastructure measure through Congress with just Democrat votes. Lenny Printer go Bert. Hey, you know what? At this point, fuck it. You know what? Let's just let's just push our foot down on the accelerator and get this bitch over the cliff. All right. Burn it, burn it, burn it, <laughs> <Yeah>. burn it. <laughs> We're this this car this it's it's on fire. There's like <laughs> wheels falling off. Yeah. Let's accelerate this bitch directly to cliff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a brick on the gas on the gas pedal. The driver's turned around and he's yelling at people in the back. <laughs> All I can yeah. think of is the, the scene. The in, car um... slipped on a banana and now it's going over the cliff. Oh, don't want to rule. <laughs> I was thinking uh, Strange Brew when they realize they have no brakes. He goes, Well, no point in steering now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Fuck it. Let it burn. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, President. Biden campaigned as a unity candidate who would work with Republicans and the GOP increasingly has criticized him for turning his back on that vow with the big Democrat only measures. Um, did anybody actually believe <laughs> that though? I don't get it. No. It's, no. It, <laughs> you know, the thing, the thing that amazes me about the way this administration is going is just how blatantly like ministry of truthy this is this mm. whole thing oh that they'll is. just mm. they just keep saying these things that is complete sophistry mm. and everyone just like keeps cheerleading them and i'm like really <laughs> like yeah. i i mean like i always kind of thought that that was the direction this was going but i didn't necessarily expect to like you know see it in my yeah. lifetime that's uh, yeah. uh that's but the white house has shrugged off the criticism vowing to take big actions at a critical moment to help help the economy and in, and address inequality and other needs that says it has been ignored for too long uh by biden official biden officials argue that these measures they are proposing have broad public support from members of both parties in polling and that no. some of the ideas have been backed by the gop lawmakers in the past no they fucking don't no no quote biden is taking i i'm sorry i'm having so hard reading this <laughs> just this oh okay so it just really there's i mean and it's sophistry it's blatant sophistry they know that this is a load of horseshit but if you repeat a lie often enough it's still a lie people believe it to be the truth it's still a lie but yes. yeah okay uh quote biden is taking a bet that congress is more divided than the country and with an ability to appeal directly to the voter on policy issues, he can circumvent a polarized Congress that will likely take a long time to get its act together in terms of working across the aisle. 
That is a quote from a democratic strategist. You know, there was a German chancellor once who had that exact same kind of attitude. Um, there was also, there was a guy in Italy, I think, right around the same time, just a little bit before, that also was facing this deadlocked government that thought, well, just go around it. That's, I can't remember his name. Something, ill something. I, I don't remember what they called him, but uh, yeah. bald, I think. Yeah. Right, I lost my place in the article. Oh. <laughs> Most professional show on the web. <sighs> um, <Ow>. Damn it. <laughs> Dude, my whole elbow's a fucking bruise. I'm sorry. Uh, Republicans struggle to execute a coherent strategy to push back against Biden's coronavirus bill which funded, among other things, the $1,400 direct payments that garnered support from a majority of Americans and Republican voters in particular. Formerly President Donald Trump had also been a vocal support of direct payments. The White House also points, the White House could also point to the support among Republican governors and mayors whose states and localities were hit hard by the pandemic for the bill. No, they weren't hit hard by the pandemic. No. They were hit hard by the government response to a fucking slightly worse flu than usual. Oh, you know okay. how often I've had to point that out to people in a, on a day-to-day <coughs> basis? We're like, well, because of this pandemic. No, no, it was because of the government response to the yeah. pandemic. The yeah. pandemic itself, it's not like it's the Spanish flu where yeah. like one in four people are dead. It's not that yeah. kind of a thing. It's not it's... like it killed so many people that businesses can't even stay open and all this shit. No, yeah. everything was forcibly locked down by the government they are the reason you needed the stimulus payment in the first fucking place well, and remember that this lockdown was supposed to be to flatten the curve right which does right. not mean to stop infections it and means to delay them how so many of us constant... said, back when they said two weeks to flatten the curve how many of us said that's bullshit it's gonna go <laughs> on and on and on i said that I, I think that. we. I, say, I think we all said it on me. the. Yeah, we yeah. all said it on the show. I'm pretty sure. If you go back to a year ago in the show that we did about a year, year and a couple of months ago, I'm pretty sure we said this is going to be at least a year. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we definitely. Yeah, we're over. It's over a year now. Yeah, it is. I know, dude. I put up that picture. Like my roots, right? My hair. I just had like the bleached thing, right? When the lockdown started my roots now i haven't fucked with it since all, all this started my roots are like this fucking long they're almost a foot long now <laughs> two weeks to flatten the curve my ass i grew a whole fucking head of hair down to my shoulders in that time <laughs> <laughs> that's a long two weeks what is this rip band fucking <laughs> winkle yeah, no shit. <laughs> here, here in cali there uh gavin newsom's talking about oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna open everything up june 15th yeah Oh, but masks, masks, you guys are going to be wearing masks for a while. See, and what kills me is that nobody fucking, like all these, these rabid, like bootlickers, right? The Simon Says champion people, you guys know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. They fucking the don't NPC even, parents. yeah, they don't even realize how far the goalposts have been moved. What goalposts? We're no, not even I, playing, we're not even on the same field. We're in a I different know. stadium. In a different city, on a different planet at this point. It's an entirely new season in a different game. Like, and it was supposed to initially, this was all supposed to be about just making sure 
that emergency services were not overwhelmed all at once, right? It wasn't about, oh, nobody can get sick. You don't have a right to go out and infect other people with a disease you don't even fucking have. Like now everybody thinks they have a right to never ever fucking get sick. And that if somebody else unknowingly, you know, or if somebody else is around them without like full PPE, then that person has aggressed against them and killed them. And you know, my favorite, my favorite response though, to people who get all up in arms about anti-maskers and are just like, you know, talk and like, you'll, they'll, you'll see them all the time. Well, if you're not going to take precautions at all against this, then you deserve what you get. My immediate response every time is man, spicy take for AIDS. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And watch their faces. It is glorious because as soon as you're like, wow, that's, I mean, that's a pretty brutal way to look at HIV. Yeah. And they're and, oh 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 yeah. look at that. Oh hey, did did I just bring up another disease that's a true pandemic that's a really big issue that you yeah. always scream whenever anybody says, Well, if you don't take precautions, it's on you. Is that mm-hmm. suddenly now this is a problem? Like I yeah. dude, I had somebody in a thread tell me yesterday, AIDS isn't a virus though. Fucking what? Well, you're right. (laughs) HIV is, (laughs) which causes AIDS. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But like you catch it as a fucking virus. Yeah. It's a virus. It causes AIDS. It's yeah. I, (laughs) but I mean like people, I'm just like, cause my initial comment was something I knew I shouldn't have done it, but I went and fucking commented on a post on Rachel Maddow's page. (laughs) There's, well, there's your problem. That is like, (laughs) you'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and and villainy. Yeah, Yeah. I know. I know. (laughs) But, you know, Rachel's post was like, even if you're afraid of needles, put your fear aside and just do it. Right. Like she's trying to make it seem like anti-vaxxers are only anti-vax because they're afraid of needles. I'm not fucking afraid of needles. I never, ever have been. Right. Yeah. I've got (laughs) tattoos and shit. Yeah. I'm not afraid (laughs) of needles at all. Right. That's totally not the issue. So I commented and I was like, so her thing was like, feel your fear, but then just do it anyways. Uh And I was like, feel your fear, but then just leave people alone anyways. Their bodies don't belong to you. If you're so afraid of other people, then you stay home. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's... all these people are like, it's not about fear. It's about respect. You're the one who's fearful. You're afraid to get the vaccine. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm not fucking afraid of shit. I'm walking around raw dogging nature and life and fucking society <laughs> and just taking my fucking vitamins and I don't care. And I'm high risk, you know, so I don't, but I'm not fucking afraid. My God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I okay, know. I, I, for you guys who are listening at home, I, I held up a headline for an article in Washington Examiner that says, Study finds COVID variant affects vaccinated individuals more than unvaccinated. Yeah. You know, and like I made the point, I made the point to to actually to my boss because she asked me about whether or not I was going to get vaccinated. I said, no, absolutely not. And I said, and part of the reason for that is I've already had COVID. 
I, I had it. I got it. I got over it. I said, which means I am already as immune as any vaccine is going to be capable of making me anyway. Mm-hmm. And if there is even a 0.0001% chance I will have an adverse reaction to it. It's not worth wouldn't it. it. Yeah. Wouldn't it make if if it isn't going to do anything for me at all, why would I put myself in any risk? Yeah, that one. I love that one, too. Oh, yeah. protects for at least six months. Are you fucking kidding me? Six whole months. Which six means months. it's seasonal. It's seasonal. It means you're going to have to get this vaccine every fucking year. You know why it's seasonal? Because it's the fucking flu. Well, yeah, that's, that's the same as the flu. The, that, that's one of the things that they, they mentioned um, is like one of, the, one of the best ways to fight off or to prepare for getting COVID is to have the common cold. Yeah, because right. the human rhinovirus actually outcompetes mm-hmm. the the coronavirus. It's better at yeah. infecting us, which would make sense because if the coronavirus, if if co- not the novel COVID nineteen, if that um, cov SARS two came from bats, well, it's not really adapted very well to human physiology. It's adapted to bat physiology. So of course it's going to get out competed by human rhinovirus, a virus that is specifically aimed biologically <coughs> at us. So that virus yep. out competes it, kills it off and replaces it. And so then instead of getting COVID, yeah. you just get a cold, which we all get over with a little vitamin C and yeah. you know, and you know what? Let's... I would I would take a jab if it was literally just the fucking rhino virus. Like if I if I had COVID and they tested me positive, I'd be like, just inject me with some fucking rhino virus. Just give me yeah. a cold. Yeah, just give me a cold. <laughs> I would totally right, let's, do that. Let's all right, let's let's get off coronavirus. Let's get on yeah. to something let's get on to something more important and more scary. <sighs> Elon Musk's firm Neuralink has tech to build a real Jurassic Park. That is according to the co-founder. We literally have like eight movies and a TV series to tell Telling you why this is why a bad this idea. Is such a bad idea. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. nobody's taking away. Nobody wants to take away your raptor. We just want common sense raptor control. Common sense. Ra- yes. If you, if you or someone you know has been a victim of a tyrannosaur attack, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> but I mean, like you know, if. Elon, if you want to do it on a fucking island somewhere, but like super far away from all Mars, civilization. I'm just saying. I'm just saying yeah, Mars. I mean, you could populate Mars with, you know what? Do <laughs> dinosaurs on Mars and then, you know, millions of years from now, boom! Fossil fuels on Mars. We got it. There you go. <laughs> that is a very, that is playing a long game. Yeah, I know. A very long game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk, the 37th, created the first yeah. rig on Mars. Someone yeah. needs to get Elon Musk. To, I mean, because if you've seen that picture of him, like, standing watching SpaceX in that, like, purple I'm a supervillain suit, um, <laughs> somebody needs to get him, like, a kidney with the, the amber with a mosquito in it. Uh, for the, the Like, somebody needs to get him one of those, because I feel like that would actually kind of make sense for him to walk around with. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> It's a chair yeah. that swivels on a white fluffy cat too. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Uh, this is a, a New York Post article that says he Elon really, Musk. He really should have a scar somewhere on his face. 
he needs a yeah. face scar. Yeah, he does. Yeah, that seems yeah. like that would be a thing that he he kind of needs. Like, ah, and, Mr. Bond, and <laughs> an oversized pinky. I'm not calling him a villain though, because the dude no. is kind of fucking fascinating. Yeah, honestly. he's he's actually really cool. It's just that <laughs> he does seem like like if there was any human being, it's on like villain Earth, energy <laughs> without being like super evil. So there's something kind of cool about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we need we need to get Andrew to be his to be his Perry. Yeah. <laughs> Just swoop in. <laughs> ah, Doofenshmirtz, you. <laughs> Where's Perry? I'll, I'll be I'll be Phineas. Hey, I even I even have a fedora. I mean I because you know he rocks that fedora. I could totally yep. rock a fedora and just I swoop can be in. I could totally do that. Yeah, yeah. we could totally we yeah. could pull that off. That'd be right. fun. Yeah. Uh so Elon, Elon Musk's firm Neuralink has the tech to build a real Jurassic Park according to the co founder. Hold on to your butts. The co-founder of Elon Musk's firm Neuralink says they have technology to build a real-life version of Jurassic Park. Quote, we could probably build Jurassic Park if we wanted to. Uh, that is Max Hodek uh, tweeted on Saturday. Quote, we wouldn't be genetically authentic dinosaurs, but struggling, oh, struggling emoji. Maybe 15 years of breeding plus engineering to get super exotic novel species. <laughs> there are so many like great films. Idea. Yeah. So there are children's I, okay, movies so it's not about why this park. is it's, it's the island of dr moreau yeah or or um uh the the was it the second spy kids movie or something yeah. there's that dude with all the little tiny dinosaur like it's the, there are kids movies telling you that this is a terrible idea yeah, yeah hold on <laughs> hodek didn't elaborate on how his neurotechnology company neurotechnology company might be able to revive the long-extinct prehistoric beast, but he later championed the idea, claiming it could increase biodiversity. Wait, this is a neurotechnology company. To me, that means that they are working on technology that can alleviate or cure things like, oh, I don't know, MS, epilepsy, shit like that. But no, they'd rather do Jurassic Park. (laughs) Well, one, Jurassic Park is definitely cooler, but two... The also remember isn't this is the one that also created the monkey that can play pong with its brain. Yes. So there it's literally I've seen the video. It's actually just sitting there watching and it is playing pong with its mind. Yeah. Uh, so. biodi- biodiversity, anti-fragility is definitely viable. Uh, conservation is important and makes sense. Hodek tweeted. This is a conservation. Why stop there? Why don't we more intentionally try to generate novel diversity? I mean, if you could make a terrible fucking idea. Do you know how much havoc one non-native species being imported into an area can wreak on the fucking ecosystem? Florida. Uh, okay, Hawaii (laughs) and yeah, boas. Okay, Hawaii and snakes. Hawaiian and then, trees, for that matter. I mean, that's yeah. the whole reason why the strawberry guava is a thing that I love to buy the chips for, because it's destroyed the native. Um, was it the? Is it the cocobolo? I think it's the cocobolo or whatever trees. California and those fucking eucalyptus trees that self-immolate. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they're they're on the they're on the levee here, and I just yeah. they're scary. Just, 
Just one fucking bug. Yeah. One bug, the emerald the, ash borer, yeah. has caused so much havoc here on the East Coast in the forests. Oh, yeah. Here, it's it's gotten to the point where, I mean, like, it is a a big thing to not move firewood too far around here even because it's reached all the way here. It's the, Mm -hmm. and it's not even just that the Japanese beetle, the, the, the true Japanese beetle. And then the, the, um, the Oriental ladybug. Um, I mean, those are both super invasive and super terrible. When you go camping over here, you can't bring your own firewood. You have to buy firewood that they've cut on site. Mm -hmm. And it's always, it's but. always fucking green and it never lights well. And it always causes smoky fires because they can't keep up with the demand. Mm-hmm. And it's all because this one fucking non-native species of bug got introduced to the ecosystem and it has no fucking natural predators. And it is just eating the shit out of all the fucking trees over here. Well, I mean, look at the, but I mean, look at like the, the Oriental ladybug and the fact that you don't see ladybugs in the United States much anymore. And it's because of these Oriental ladybugs that the, primarily the Midwestern state's DNR is introduced intentionally to try and help the alfalfa farmers because alfalfa is of course not native to North America either. And so they introduced that to help the alfalfa farmers. Well, then that became such a big issue. They were talking about importing another bug that eats those bugs to try and help curve that. And everyone's like, stop. That's what they did. Stop. That's what they did in Hawaii about the snakes as they imported mongooses. But the snake that they had a problem with is like on a different sleep pattern than the mongoose. So now they have a problem with both. <laughs> it's, so, it's so stupid. And I mean, that's the, but I mean, the, the classic example for why this is a bad idea is Florida and the boas. Yeah. Because you're talking about a gigantic super predator that has no natural predators and can eat anything it can get its mouth around. And it is now yeah. a massive, massive, massive problem. Like, these things can take out the biggest fucking alligators in the state. It has no fucking predators there. For, for shits and giggles, I clicked on the tweet. <laughs> I'm oh, God. Com- I'm reading the comments on the tweet, and uh, one of the comments is, uh, we're in the midst of a global pandemic because of novel because of a novel coronavirus. I don't think oh. anyone wants to think about engin- engineering entire novel species. I love the idea <laughs> of dinos, but let's keep the Jurassic Park ideas of theme parks and VR. Just because we can't do something doesn't mean we should. Uh, yeah, you, and, you were and then, you were so so concerned with what with whether or not you could you you never thought whether or not you should. Wait, and I then, feel like that and quote and then, came and from then a movie. Oh, and then hmm. somebody replied, and the reply actually have more likes than the than the than the initial comment. The reply is strongly disagree. We need as many dinos as possible. The human race has run its course. <laughs> Bring back the dinos. I have to say, I mean, if you could give me a like a Chihuahua sized Tyrannosaurus, it would be very hard for me to not want one. Like, <laughs> that would actually be adorable and awesome. But if I want a dinosaur, a little tiny dinosaur, I can get a Molly Uramastix, right? If you've ever looked at the front, that face of a Uramastix. And I really love the Molly. I want a male Molly Urmastix because they have this beautiful jet black head and bright green body, but their heads, their faces look totally like a fucking dinosaur. So they're like this little tiny dinosaur. You can already get it. If you want a tiny dinosaur, go get a lizard that exists now. Don't (laughs) engineer this theme park monster. And you're probably going to use some sort of frog DNA, I can almost guarantee. And we know how this works out. I've seen the film. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just I don't think, want just think, giant just think for a second, Andrew. Andrew. I mean, just think I for don't... a second, Andrew. Just think. <laughs> the military. 
militarized oh. stegosauruses. I see the problem Gallop, is though galloping in, galloping into combat with their armor and their lasers. Can you imagine I, I just like herds of mind controlled gallimimuses just attacking things? I'm imagining like massive mutant frogs. Like, I mean, like we're like gonna become toads. Frogger, right? Little toads. Right. It'll just be like, just, like you'll just be think outside. Of, just think of the, the massive amounts of fresh compost you can have. Yeah. Like, like you'll be outside <laughs> at night, right? Checking your property, and from the distance you'll hear an ominous boing, boom, <laughs> boing, boom. Ribbits outside your window and it rattles oh, the wall. <laughs> I mean, it would be like, well, and if you've, if you've seen those Pac-Man frogs with the giant mouths and how big a thing they can eat, like when they eat mice and stuff, like, can you imagine something that, but the size of like a house? I <laughs> Giant iguanas with their long tongues grabbing cows. Like, I, I can't deal with people who can't learn lessons from movies. I, I can't fuck with those people. I just can't. Like, the whole coronavirus thing even. I'm like, look, we need these weird wild viruses on this planet in case aliens ever invade. Okay? So quit <laughs> fucking trying to eradicate them. I've seen how this goes. They can't yeah. handle it. We yeah. win. War of the world. <laughs> Yeah. That's except that that you know obviously the major flaw is that assumes it has similar enough physiology that it can even catch that virus and right. it's very unlikely because it didn't develop in a yeah but well, anyway no 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 no, no <laughs> because in War of the Worlds they were harvesting bio like biological material from humans they're using biological material from us so there's something compatible enough for them to be susceptible to our fucking viruses you see what i'm saying like the only well, reason they would come and harvest us is because we're compatible in some way anyway yeah, not a whole yeah. andrew <laughs> i'm just saying there's a, you know oh and then you're going to destroy them by hacking their computer system that you don't have the source code for and somehow writing a virus for it and destroy their mothership and then <laughs> oh yeah check it out look <laughs> look down here see this this is these are my blonde tips. This is when two weeks to flatten the curve. <laughs> that's all, that's only two weeks of growth, right? I just want I want like a an army of tiny mind controlled raptors. I feel like that would be I would use that only for good. I promise. Well, see, they have the technology. <laughs> they're Neuralink. They have the technology. Yeah, to see, mind control chips in the dinosaur. OK, see, this is making more sense yeah. to me now. This is what I'm thinking is you get a bunch of mind controlled velociraptors and mm -hmm. what I could do with an army of mind controlled velociraptors would just be <laughs> fantastic. The, the, for the, me. New, the new I the just new, want a the mind new controlled brontosaurus so I don't have to ever sit in fucking traffic again. The new, the new question becomes, would, would you rather would you rather fight a dozen duck sized velociraptors or a <laughs> velociraptor sized duck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Velociraptor sized goose. Yo, oh, oh no, no 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 no! Yeah, that one's a little easier. No, even even full size tyrannosaurs would run from that. Yes. <laughs> They'd be like, nope, nope, nope. Yep. <laughs> we call it the great honk. <laughs> <laughs> Geese are nature's perfect assholes. Yeah, they're so. <laughs> geese fucking suck, man. Uh, I hate geese. You have never seen hilarious until you have watched a 
special forces soldier in full battle rattle run from three <laughs> angry geese with his rifle held in front of him screaming. It is yeah. one of the funniest things I've ever watched. Happen. And they're running with their like necks fully extended towards him, wobbling yeah. with their wings. Yeah, and out. they're going honk, honk, honk. Yeah, and he's just help me, get him away. <laughs> Anyways, in conclusion, this is a shit idea, and you yeah, should feel ashamed of yourself. Yeah, there is yeah. no conceivable scenario where this plays out well. No, there isn't. There is not. Yeah. And if you think you have one, they've already made a movie to also tell you why that idea is I'm also just saying, not worth. If we had, if we had three or four, and we unleashed them in the capital, I just, if whatever happens, happens. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's where Elon is going with this. Yeah. Hey. He's playing 40 chess. DC winds up a designated Velociraptor zone. Like, don't go in there. It's full of nothing but Velociraptors. Yeah. Oh. Well, it, it already Dist- was. District just, of carnivores. Yeah. It was already full of fucking predators. So what's the difference? Horrible, dangerous, meat-eating yeah. predators. Yeah. Actually, I think that the country would probably run better if Washington was full of just like with just velociraptors. velociraptors. I'm picturing raptors with ties on in Congress now, and it's <laughs> like a, one of them has a monocle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the uh, Monopoly guy, but it's a velociraptor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a graphic for a fucking Anarchy Among Friends T-shirt. All right. <laughs> uh, speaking of predators. Black woman attacked and arrested after defending property remains in jeopardy 11 months later as authorities fight to take her gun and her freedom. This is so This shit infuriates me. I, yeah, when I read this article, like, I was fucking, like, screaming at my phone reading it. I was so... Well, now, like, I I, I even went and, like, I, I Googled her name. I looked up some alternative articles on it. And even, like the mainstream local story on it. It was buried a little bit, but even that was like, this is really fucked up. Yeah. Oh. There's no right. way to spin this where the cops look okay. No. No. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> For the past 11 months, a cloud of uncertainty has loomed over Brittany Triswan Tris- Brittany Chriswan Williams's head. The 30-year-old black film producer was arrested inside her Jacksonville, Florida home last May. Officers showed up after she called 911 to report a deputy who had parked his squad car in her driveway and refused to leave when she asked him to vacate her property. Like, marinate on that. It's her property. It's her driveway. He pulls in parks. She goes, hey, you need to move. And he goes, fuck you. I can do what I want. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is kind of a violation of the soldiers quartered on your... Yeah, that was the that was what I was screaming last night. I'm like, we literally went to war and fought a power because, at least partially, of a quartering act. I mean, yeah. this is this is last May, right? This is this is right. I think this is this is right after or right before, um, uh, the the George, George Floyd and, and oh, this is yeah. after the lockdown started. But this is this is like right before, right after George Floyd. And so uh, when other Jacksonville deputies arrived, they tackled the 98 pound woman, kneeled on her neck, slammed her face into the floor and fractured her two front teeth. 
Officers then arrested Williams amid accusations that she brandished a gun, threatened to shoot officers, kicked a deputy in the hip as she placed her in his custody, and threw a spoon at an officer sitting in her driveway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I wonder why a black person in America might react that way to a cop parked in their driveway. Yes. Not wanting them um, there. She was ultimately charged with battery on two deputies. Both cases, or both counts carry up to five years in prison. So what they did to her wasn't fucking battery. Come on now. Not because they had. It's because they had their magic costumes on. So she's looking at. She asked somebody to leave her property and stop trespassing, and because of that, she is now looking at up to ten years in prison. Yeah. Well, Florida's always been a little fucked on the rights of the homeowner to defend their property. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. Uh, and a pair of motions filed last month. Williams's attorney petitioned judge to dismiss both felony counts of battery against law enforcement. They argued that if not dropped, the charges should be reduced to misdemeanor battery charges. Quote, I don't even want to accept a misdemeanor, but that's the strategy they're taking, Williams told uh, the Atlanta Black Star during a phone interview Friday morning. Quote, I get that because then we can work on getting misdemeanor charges dropped. But I just need those charges dropped because it's almost a year later and I'm dealing with this, uh, dealing with the emotion and mental stress of having to fight the case and having this held over my head. You know, I could still be going to prison for something that's so obvious, like I shouldn't be having to deal with this. Right. That's how they get you, though. They wear you down with mm-hmm. process and process and process and process. Yep. Well, yeah. The only reason yeah. that I had to plead to a pair of mis- minor misdemeanors was because they delayed my case for 18 months. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. they did uh, to our buddy Jeremy up there in Long Island. I mean, it was like yep. it was like fourteen months, fourteen months. It was crazy. It was just over some stupid little menacing charge because a reporter would not leave his property, and yep. he happened to have a knife in his hand while he was cutting some rope, uh-huh. and she got scared because he like held it in a way that was a, supposedly pointed at her. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. So how about everybody just? Yeah. Fucking um, stay off of people's property if they don't want you there. None of these things would be issues. Yeah. Uh, quote, when the alleged batteries were committed, the officers were acting unlawfully. That is uh, according to Williams, the attorney. Um, quote, so even if we believe that she allegedly committed a battery, the most she should be charged with is misdemeanor battery. So on both of the counts, this is a legal argument. It wasn't One, battery. She was defending herself from illegal behavior. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, Let's uh, let's let's get into the actual incident. Uh, Williams also maintained since last year's ordeal that she was wrongfully arrested. She alleges that it was she who was the victim of an assault by officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in her motion, her attorneys argued deputies had no warrant to enter Williams's residence and no legal authority to ambush the woman on her uh, in her own home. Right. So the incident occurred on May thirteenth. Patrol deputy Alejandro. Carmona Fonseca backed his cruiser into Williams's driveway to check emails and finish up paperwork on a domestic dispute call he had just handled. When she came out and asked him to vacate her property, he told her he was just checking emails and would leave shortly, according to the arrest report. But Williams said Carmona berated and threatened her, then refused to leave. When she told him she was calling 911, she said the deputy laughed and told her to just call, they'd just call him. Yeah. See, like I said, that she said, hey, you're not. No, this isn't OK with me. Get off of my property, which she has every fucking right to do. It's her fucking property. Her fucking property. And it's not like he was like 
in the middle of stopping another crime against somebody else. You know, okay. it's not like he was fucking, he was there because this another case had spilled over onto her property and he was taking down a violent perp or something like that. He was there fucking cleaning out his email inbox, which yeah. he could have just parked on the street today. Yeah, he like, could have parked on the street. He could have driven a little ways down, maybe found a parking lot of a business to park in, yeah. anything. But instead, he decided to back into a random person's driveway and a person who didn't want him there. And they're mm-hmm. not obligated to have him there because there is no fucking quart- fucking quartering act. Yep. So they're under no obligation to have his ass there. Yeah. And they go, it is hey, literally constitutionally he- illegal for agents of the fucking state to like park and camp on your fucking property yeah they're not allowed to and then and then laughed at her when she says she was going to call 911 and the officer's like they'll just tell me right so williams was shaken by the remarks that she went to her home and armed herself with her semi-automatic pistol while she spoke to dispatchers so she she's on the phone with 911 she has a pistol uh, Carmona, uh, Carmona remained in the driveway. Dispatchers relayed the responding deputies the message that Williams was armed and would shoot Carmona if he approached her property. And how was she supposed to know he was even a legit cop? Like, it's yeah. not the first time, you know, everybody knows there are crooked cops. There are criminals who have the resources to impersonate cops to victimize yeah. people. So. Like, how is she supposed to fucking know? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, dispatchers, <laughs> dispatchers relayed to responding deputies, so she calls 911, uh, the cop's still in her driveway, there's officers coming there, and the dispatcher tells the cops that, yeah, she has a pistol. Um, uh, when the backup officer C. Pagnet arrived, uh, purportedly to get Carmona to leave, so they had to call an officer to come out to tell the officer to leave. Mm-hmm. Right. Carmona told him to arrest Williams so- for tossing a spoon at him through his open window. So they knew going out there that he had no right to do this yes. and that he started this shit and what he yes. was doing was wrong. And yet she's the one who ended up face down with a smashed face yep. and yeah. knees on um, her neck. And, yeah, because how dare you tell me that mm-hmm. I can't do something? I'm a cop. Right. Mm-hmm. And now she's the one being charged with battery. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cops are not your friends. They are not nice people. Fuck the police. They're all bastards, especially the cops you're related to. Yes. Yes. Uh, Quote, she's 1015. So she comes out and talks to you. She's she's immediately for throwing that at me, he told Paget as Williams yelled at the officers from the porch. Quote, she threw that in my car window. She's talking about a spoon, a dirty spoon, right? A spoon. Uh, 10 codes for Jacksonville first responders list 1015 as a code for a quote prisoner in custody. Pajay wrangled Williams and ended custody moments after talking to Carmona. He tackled her in her front foyer. That's the entrance way of a house. So then they went into her house. They tackled her in her house. Yeah. So Um, she goes to go. So she has called 911 because she has a trespasser that will yes. not leave. The cop shows up, talks to the trespasser, immediately takes the trespasser's side, proceeds to chase her into her house and violently tackle her to the assault floor. her. Yes. Yeah. Um, he tackled her in her front foyer as she re-entered her home. The gun fell on the floor during the violent takedown. Deputies alleged in the arrest report, uh, Williams denies the claim. Quote, bitch kicked me in the leg, Pajay said moments after the arrest. Even after Williams was in cuffed, 
Body cam video shows Carmona defending his stance that he didn't have to move from the property. Quote, brother, this is a public access driveway, the deputy told her husband. Quote, it's not illegal for someone to stop here. It's not. That's not how it works, I assume. No. I assume. Because I don't know Florida state law, so maybe that's a... But I, knowing that Florida is the state that has the Homestead Act that will not allow your home to be taken for unpaid taxes... I'm going to assume, and they have castle doctrine, and they have stand your ground laws. I'm going to assume. Chances mm-hmm. are that is a load of horse shit he's making up, yep. but he can't mm-hmm. be held responsible for it because the Supreme Court says the cops don't need to know the law. Yep. Yeah. An internal investigation by the sheriff's office seems to bolster the claim of Williams and her attorneys that she posed no threat. Uh, obviously, she posed no threat. No threat. Following her arrest, deputies considered petitioning the court to ask for an RPO, which is a risk uh, protection order, which would have prohibited her from owning or possessing any firearms for up to a year. Law enforcement can ask a judge to impose a temporary weapons ban on a person who threatens violence, has reoccurring mental health issues, or is deemed dangerous. Throwing a spoon and kicking someone who just tackled Allegedly. Allegedly kicking. Yeah. That is not a history of fucking violence. Yeah, that's not, yeah, none of that is violent. That's you were defending yourself. And I mean, throwing a spoon at somebody who's parked on your property, armed, parked on your property, and refusing to leave is not an unreasonable response. No, Uh, it's not. Yeah, one of the deputies on scene repeated that Williams, quote, threatened to shoot the police. But Jacksonville Sergeant J.R. O'Neill reviewed Williams' dispute with dispute with officers and determined that there was, quote, no credible threat for an RPO. O'Neill, yeah. an investigator with the Sheriff's Office RPO unit, reviewed 911 calls, dispatch notes, radio transmissions, and footage from the three deputies' body camera body worn cameras. He found no recent history of violence, substance abuse, or mental illness in Williams' background. Yeah. O'Neill acknowledged that she's just a regular, like middle class person. She's a film producer, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, uh, o- O'Neill acknowledged that Williams told dispatchers she was armed with a weapon. Right, she doesn't dispute that. I would be too, because um, again, how do you fucking know this guy isn't like crooked and isn't yeah, there to just, do something mm-hmm. to you? Despite her not, or during her nine one one call, she made comments like, "quote If I pull my gun on him and he shoots me and they kill me, then." What do I do? Deputies who responded to the call took those remarks as threats against them. No, O'Neil that's said, her well, <laughs> explaining why she was arming herself. Yeah, she's O'Neil like, yeah. said Williams, quote, at no point made threats to use or brandish the firearm during the recorded interaction with officers. She armed herself for her protection inside her house, but never made any direct threats to shoot officers and didn't brandish the weapons when she stepped on her front porch to argue with deputies. And she's uh, still O'Neill. on her porch. Yeah. According to yes. according to Supreme Court jurisprudence, that is still considered inside your home. Right. If there is a railing around it or something, it is still considered inside your home. You are still well within your rights to treat that as if it is still your home, like inside. Yes. And this this incident happened May 13th. Prosecutors did not file charges until October 30th. (sighs) Who even like. I don't understand prosecutors. Like, what makes them think this was a good fucking bet for them? Like, for their office's record? Yeah. Well, Um, 
I guarantee you it's because it was the cops harassing them about it. Like, you know, well, you're going to charge that bitch, right? Yeah. In last month's motion to dismiss, her attorneys argued it was, quote, a non-arrest situation and Williams posed no danger or threat. They indicated that neither uh, Paget or Carmona were engaged in their official duties uh, as officers when the alleged battery incident occurred. According to the motions, Carmona was trespassing on her private property. Meanwhile, Paget unlawfully entered Williams' residence without a search warrant to make the arrest, and there were no exigent circumstances to justify the deputy's entry. Yep, exactly. And this this shouldn't even be a debate. All you have to do is imagine that person without their fancy fucking special yep. costume mm-hmm. and then determine who was wrong. I mean, if I'm, if I'm her lawyer, that's exactly what I'm planning on doing in front of a jury. Yeah. She's is yeah. going, she's, she's five is, foot two and 99 pounds. Yeah. Cool. Is I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to have, I'm going to show her, I'm going to show the size these deputies point out. They're both armed at the time. She has an armed trespasser. Ignore the fact that he's a cop because he wasn't engaged in actual cop duties. He wasn't there to respond to right. a call or anything else. He's just a person who backed into her driveway and it could have been solved as simply as, Hey, get off my property. Oh, sorry. Into drive pulls out parks in front of her house on the street and that's it. It could have been yep. that simple. But yep. instead, he wanted to pull his authority and start yelling at her. And his and going, ego. Fuck you. And, yeah. yeah. And then she gets pissed off. And then the cops escalate it. And then one of his fellow thugs decides to assault yeah. her. And inside now her because, own home. Yeah, inside her own home. And now because they're the ruling fucking gang, they want to try and proudly prance around like a pair of fucking pigeons. Like, hey, we won. Look at us. Look at yeah. how fucking great um, we are. They want to make an example of her. So uh, less people yeah, fucking yeah. question their authority. Yeah, quote, quote from the lawyer. Quote from the lawyer who says, uh, I mean, she's five foot two and 99 pounds. That alone is a reason to drop the case. You're talking about somebody who has no prior criminal history, someone who doesn't have so much as a speeding ticket, who literally had one officer put his knee on her neck, another sat on her, slammed her head into the ground, causing her to lose two front teeth while twisting her arm. And you're going to say, while all this happened, she kicked you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you're charging her with battery? Yeah, you're charging her with battery after you did that. But I mean, like... Cops have such small dick energy these days. Like seriously, <laughs> there's I there I can honestly not imagine a single person in all of society that I have less respect for than a cop. These yeah, not one. I I honestly, if I think about like, there's honestly other than than like cops, ATF agents, you know. Um, the FBI guys, you know, who are in law enforcement, they are the, the violent lowest. Yeah, yeah, they are the lowest of the low subhuman scum, as far as uh, I'm concerned. Yeah. 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 I, I'm not, I'm personally, personally, I'm not a, I'm not an all copper bastard kind of guy. You know, I, that's not something I would say because I know that there are people that legitimately join law enforcement for positive reasons. Right. right. They, same, they with, same with the military. Like, they exactly. Think they're doing right. a they, good they, thing. They want to help. They want to protect people, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but the, it was just misguided. But, yeah, the the entity itself, the entity uh, itself is morally wrong. Yep. If, if all the supposed authorities, like are, um, for, behind for, it, for, they're for example, all wrong. Like for for example, um, um, I think I think it was Boston. I think it was Boston's um, police union president 
right, was just a, was just arrested on uh, like child porn and child molestation charges. Uh-huh, right? I saw something about that. Right, something like that. Right. Originally, originally they talked about this happening in 1995. Yep. So since 1995, they knew, they knew what this guy was doing, and they still protected him. Since Not only protected him, but he became the police chief. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, see, here's and here's the thing: you is can't, you can't claim to be a good cop and be silent about that shit. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's why. That's why I'm an ACAB person. Is because the bottom line is, when push comes to shove. They will protect their own. They, they give the no wagons. shit about the average person. Yep. It's all about their ruling fucking gang. I know fucking gang members who ostensibly are decent people uh-huh. and will help little old ladies cross the fucking street. But if push comes to shove, they will shoot people to defend their fellow gang members. Just because the gang has the super fancy title of cop does not right. mean that they are any less of a dangerous, violent fucking gang member. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember some. Yep. Oh. On that note, we're going to continue with this theme and get Andrew a little more red. <laughs> if Andrew, if Andrew, if Andrew has a heart attack on air from the stress. It's easily worth 200, 200 listens. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'll that'll probably go viral at that point. In <laughs> if some dude oh. just like dying of of uh, of cardiac arrest on his uh Twitch stream yeah, can go mid, viral. Yeah. I, mid, I think mid that... rant about police officers, Andrew stresses <laughs> out. Thud. <laughs> he just like strokes out. Um, this is an article out of the Miami Herald. Uh, a rising number of children are being Baker acted in Florida. The Baker Act is the involuntary hold. Yes. Um, Article, uh, uh, the image of police officers in Miami-Dade County taking a seven-year-old boy in handcuffs for a psychiatric exam after he hit a teacher sparked outrage in 2018. That's not what the Florida Mental Health Act of 1971, known as the Baker Act, was intended to do. It allows law enforcement, courts, and health professionals to commit a person with or without their consent for psychiatric evaluation if they present a danger or bodily harm to themselves or others or are likely to suffer neglect because of mental illness. Let this be a lesson to you, no matter what they say, when they pass a law, it will be fucking abused sometime down the road. Hold, hold that rant, hold that rant. But it's become common for similar cases to pop up in the news every so often. A 12-year-old boy with autism hauled away in a police car in Coco. A school resource officer slamming an 11-year-old girl to the ground in Fort Pierce. That's because Florida's rate of involuntary psychic, psychic examinations of children has more than doubled in the past two decades from 547 per 100,000 children to 1,240 per 100,000, according to a report released in March by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Twelve costly and cruel. 12.4% rate of psychiatric evaluation of children. Hold on. In, like 2000, in 2018, 2019 alone, almost 40,000 children were involuntarily committed in Florida, more than 3,000 of them in Miami-Dade County alone. 
I, I don't think it's the children that need psychiatric evaluation. In yeah, Florida. I don't think that it's the children at all that need. And this isn't just, oh, like you're going to we're going to schedule you to go talk to someone. This is involuntary hold. They are being taken away from their families, their schools, their friends, everything else, and put in to what it amounts to a casual prison. And where do children's behavioral problems come from to begin with? abuses by the adults in their lives including teachers and school administrators this is not going to fucking solve anything it is only going to make shit worse you know i knew a kid who he he was he was related to me but um who he had a lot of serious behavioral issues, serious behavioral issues. Mm -hmm. And like he, he was, I think eight years old and had to be swept off of the street by a teacher because he tried to walk in front of a school bus mm -hmm. intentionally. Yeah. I am um, related to a kid like that too. Actually he's 14 and he just fucking OD'd not that long ago. Yeah. So yeah. this kid, this kid is, you know, he's got a lot of issues and to be sure he's, he's got a lot of problems and I know exactly why he has those problems. We all do, but he went and saw counselors a ton, even before he tried to just commit suicide. He had seen tons of counselors. None of it did anything. You know, what changed a lot of his behavior was getting away from his father, staying with his aunt and uncle and them just listening to him and caring about him and showing him that he was in a loving mm -hmm. home and that there were people there for him. And that started changing his behavior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But every yeah. time the state got involved and they kept doing <coughs> when things were going well, they would keep doing it. He would regress and he would get violent. He would get yeah. nasty again and he'd get those behavioral issues again. What in the world makes these people think that <laughs> involuntarily committing 12.4% of their children. I think it's 1.2. And then it's 1.2, yeah. Okay, 1.24. 1. 1. Okay, 1. Whatever. 1.24. Even then, even children. Then. That's still even 1%, even half a percent of your children. This is yeah. a significant number. I mean, you're talking what what they say 40,000? 40,000 40, children yeah. in one year. In, in this 2018-2019, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, years. Oh my right, god. On. Uh, at, right, at greater risk of being involuntarily committed are children of color and children with disabilities, the report says. The Baker Act has been increasingly used for behavior that's typical of conditions such as autism, even though it's not, even though they're not considered a mental illness. Uh, that is according to Stephanie Langer, an attorney with the Miami-based Disability Independence Group. Uh, one example Langer cited was a boy with autism, about eight years old, in the Okeechobee, who got mad at his math teacher and climbed a tree. He was Baker acted, put in handcuffs and taken to the nearest receiving oh facility, God. 45 minutes away. This, so my, my little brother is autistic. My right? son is Entire autistic. functioning, but he's autistic. Um, I'm most likely autistic. I'm on the spectrum. Um, I haven't been officially diagnosed, but I'm pretty sure I have Asperger's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everybody who knows name, me goes, name, yeah, yeah. Name one anarchist that doesn't have Asperger's well, or autism. I, I suppose, yeah, but I... <laughs> There's there's a video if you ever watch because science and now watch Kyle yeah. Hill's channel where Kyle Hill came out recently as as being having Asperger's the symptoms he describes I'm like holy shit that's me, um, but so you know like and my little brother has has autism and there are times when he's just decided he doesn't want to do things 
right? There's just he, he'll do he'll do this hand flappy thing and he'll freak out and he'll scream and and stuff. And he's always done those things. And you just got to deal with it and you just kind of learn how to deal with it. And sometimes you got to let the tantrum run its course. Uh-huh. And then he'll be okay, and then he'll be reasonable again, and you can talk to him, and it's okay. But the state's solution to this, that people who deal with autistic kids know, is just a, you know what, this will pass, this will be okay. Their solution is, he climbed a tree, let's assault him and imprison him, freak him completely out. Uh-huh. Let's just make it, him. Let's make it as as much worse as we possibly can. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One more. Give me, give me one more paragraph. Uh, after the controversy in 2018 over the handling of a seven-year-old who hit the teacher, uh, Miami-Dade School District changed its Baker Act policy. Among the changes, parental notification, and that a police officer must consult a lieutenant or supervisor of higher rank before executing the Baker Act. Schools Superintendent Alberto Cavallo, Cavallo, whatever, uh, credits those changes for more than a 50% decrease. A 50% decrease in the number of students um, Baker acted by district police between 2013 and 2018-19. So what that tells hold me on, is hold that on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Remember, 2018-19, there were 40,000 kids Baker acted. Three thousand, three thousand of them in Miami did alone. And that is half of what it was before of what it was before and that tells me that beat cops if they have to like ask permission to do this now and it made such a huge impact on the numbers that tells me that the regular beat cops that are responding to these things are just kind of like mindless hopped up on their own fucking authority Mm -hmm. idiots don't forget how many of these, how many times we've seen in the news where, oh, this this kid with Down syndrome was, you know, was in a uh, a movie theater and he wanted to watch the film again but didn't want to pay, and so the cops beat him uh, severely. Or the one where they decided that that one guy that had the the colostomy bag who had Down syndrome that they they decide that was a weapon and beat him severely and things. The, uh, and there was the, the the guy laying in the middle of the road with the little toy yeah. car. And like his psychiatrist laid next to him, and the cop shot the psychiatrist. Yep, shot the yep. psychiatrist. I mean, this is you are. I forget what the statistic is. I'm J- Jason. You can probably find it, but the, how much more likely you are to be shot or killed um, in an interaction with police if you have a, a mental illness, and uh-huh. it is obscenely high. People who have mental disabilities are really, 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 really likely to be assaulted by cops. Um, uh, Kelly Thomas, remember, was schizophrenic. He had a mental illness, and they beat him to death on camera as he screamed for his dad. Because cops are what happen when schoolyard bullies grow up. Yeah, this is this is exactly, and this is exactly bully behavior. You're picking on the weakest people that you can find, the easiest uh, ones to assault. You're picking uh, on them. Um, uh, according to the National Alliance of Mental Health, half of people killed by police have a disability. Yeah. Half. Half. I mean, process that number. And we've talked about how many people are killed by police annually in the United States. Half of them have mental disabilities. But this some isn't, kind of disability, not just Yeah, well, well, a disability. Yeah. But, I mean, this isn't, at this point, this is Nazi-style genocide. 
to uh-huh. eliminate the people who well, can't obey to their satisfaction because they have an issue. Well, you gotta remember. Um, let's see. Uh, here's another one. Uh, U.S. It's mentally the ill sixteen times. Game of Simon Says. Another one says mentally ill sixteen times more likely to be killed by police. Mm-hmm. Sixteen so. times. That was the number I was looking for. Sixteen times more likely. That is a significant And that's number. not just people born with mental illness. This is people with PTSD, oh. like mm-hmm. like homeless veterans, right? Well, like, I mean, we got to remember what the, what the police are, right? I mean, the police are, they're, they're not trained to help, right? They're not psychiatrists. Nope. They're not shrinks. They're not community advisors. They're not protect and serve anymore, right? They're law. Neither am I, and I still know not to yeah. assault a mentally handicapped child. Well, yeah, you're not trained to be a hammer, though. Yeah, well. See, right? but I, I'm even trained to be a You're fucking not... hammer, and I know that. <laughs> you were yeah. trained to be a hammer. I mean, I kind of <laughs> was a little bit, not like Andrew, but you know. I, I but, mean, yeah, just... that's what what I'm what I'm getting is is they're they're not they're not trained in these situations. What they're trying to be, they're trying to enforce compliance, right? Right. Enforce enforce compliance through through uh, um, uh, what's the the something of action? What's the what's the term I'm looking for? Violence, Violence of action. action. Violence of action. Yeah. Right, they're force compliant, force compliance through through violence of action. Mm-hmm. So every situation looks like a situation in which they have to come in violently and attack, 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 attack. And this is where the A cab crowd, this is where the A cab crowd gets it right. You don't take a job doing that to innocent fucking people unless there's something wrong inside of you. Hmm. Well, and then on top of that, you got to remember that you have how many people who were in combat, who are combat vets, have PTSD, have these issues, that then wind up joining the police force. Uh-huh. So they're already, I mean, in PTSD, the bottom line is, is that when things aren't going correctly for you, when you have PTSD, violent outbursts can be a thing. Like some people, that is their response to things not going yeah. the way that they expect them to go. Yeah. When so they have one PTSD. person, it's an it's an externalization instead of an right. internalization, mm-hmm. right? So, so one person so, doing ex- not doing exactly what they say mm-hmm. triggers this violent reaction. Mm-hmm. Well, know? yeah, I mean, when you have PTSD, PTSD, like a lot of the symptoms of PTSD are very similar to symptoms of autism, where you can get misophonia, right? Where where uh, uh, certain sounds will send you into an extreme emotional state, mm-hmm. and sometimes that extreme emotional state could be rage. So somebody disregarding you, the sarcastic tone in somebody's voice, maybe that's going to be a trigger to some of these people. And the problem is, is in a normal person that happens and they attack you, then you can attack them back. You have, you know, legal recourse. But when it's somebody who's a cop who's wearing that magical badge and they do Mm -hmm. that, they're completely protected by the system that they work for. Yeah. You just, you get to be their punching bag and nothing fucking happens to them. And then they're going to charge you with battery. But I mean, it, I mean, I just yet another reason to get your kids out of public schools. Yeah, it just yeah. it's so infuriating because I know people, you know, I know so many people with autism. I got really close with one of my ex-girlfriend's nephews who has autism and stuff. And he and I bonded and we still keep in touch and things. And knowing so many people who are autistic and sometimes really higher functioning in his case, barely higher functioning. So the fact that he takes time to talk to me is like amazing. I'm like the one human Mm -hmm. being that he ever wants to talk to. (laughs) Um, So like his mom will have to message me sometimes to find things out from him because he'll talk to me, but he doesn't want to talk to anybody else. Um, 
That's which is a really special bond, right? But land the plane, Andrew. Okay, so the the <laughs> thing is though is like knowing that, knowing how many how many people with autism I know, the idea that any one of them at any given moment if they do the wrong thing in the wrong place, they say the wrong thing, they act a way, a certain way in the wrong place could wind up the victim of somebody who's showing up specifically just to do violence against them. And possibly after doing that violence, will then have them locked in a prison where they are poked and prodded by doctors and talked to and everything else. I mean, the one <laughs> upside is at least mental health professionals We'll understand that they're autistic. Well, but that's even not even an entire guarantee because what if they're autistic, but they're like me, they're they're They have Asperger's where it's not that they're not, you know, they don't present necessarily what is generally regarded as classical symptoms. They're going to get treated like shit and it's not their fault. I, they can't I, help it. I, I mean, we're talking, we're talking kids, right? And the, the article yeah. list, the article list, like a seven year old, eight year old, 12 year old, and 11 year old. Like an eight-year-old, an eight-year-old got frustrated with math, and climbed a tree. Yeah. For the for that, they handcuffed him, put him in the back of a cop car, drove him forty-five minutes to a facility, and then locked him in a facility for a couple days. At eight years old. At eight years old. Tell me oh, that's not fucking Harry. mental abuse. Yeah, that's how old Declan is, my youngest. Declan, everybody here. Knows and loves Declan. Declan right? Moore. Yeah. Shakespeare animal. Yep. And he's, he's eight. I cannot imagine. he And he doesn't have any, you know, he's neurotypical, right? I can't imagine the stress that would put on him as yeah. a, like a neurotypical eight-year-old. So imagine, yeah, imagine he, any break with his routine sends him into a panic. Yeah. yeah. And you can imagine, I mean, the... That's that's like heart attack. That's yeah, they, mortal fear. They force mm -hmm. him to wear pants too, which would be yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's it just I don't have words for how infuriating it is and how scary it is that this is like seen as a totally okay thing. Yeah, that just right. blows my mind. No, yeah, not only okay, not only okay, not only accepted, but warranted. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. That's All some right. bullshit. Now my blood pressure's up. <sighs> Hashtag sorry, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Um, North Carolina board threatens private drone map maker because they aren't licensed surveyors. What? I'll, I'll, I'll read that headline again. North Carolina board threatens private drone map makers because they aren't licensed surveyors. How dare you know where things are without government's permission? <laughs> Look, nobody should be surveying other people's property without their permission, license or no. You no, he's, know what I mean? this, he's doing this entirely for private people. They ask him to come out. Oh, they're they ask him. They ask okay. him to come out. He puts he takes the drone up, takes some photoshops. Some photographs. Oh, yeah. There's people and then and then lays it for, like your your house and, listing yeah. and shit. And then lays it over like a topographical map. Right, With which are which are stuff. which are public records, topographical maps of yeah. public records. He's so he what he's he's a graphic artist if he's anything really, right. and he's a photographer. Yeah, uh, that's being well, hired. 
Do you know how many farms you can go into all across the United States where you'll see on the wall in the farmhouse, you'll see an aerial photo of uh-huh. the farm, right? That they had taken. Like that's right. basically what he's doing. He's just yes. also throwing it on a 3D. Yeah, thing. my grandparents had one of their farm up yeah. on their wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael <laughs> Michael Jones la- uh, launched a drone photography business in Goldsboro, North Carolina in 2016, taking aerial photographs of private property on behalf of the property owners. And using the tech tools to put the images together as maps. According to the Institute of Justice, which is representing Joseph's businesses, 360 virtual drone services does not represent or market itself as engaging in, quote, land survey. The maps you create were not designed to be used to establish legal property boundaries. Yeah, Though the they're... maps were developed for property owners and developers' purposes, like determining ways to alter the land to evaluate the state of the property, Jones is simply using drone technology uh, to, to to collect images of property and present them in topographical maps and 3D visual, visualizations. I wish I had glasses right now that I could take off and then rub the bridge <laughs> of my nose. <laughs> like, that's... Right? It's, it's just... This has run Jones afoul of North Carolina's Board of Examiners for Engineers and Surveyors, which oversees the licensing of professionals in these fields. In 2018, the board sent Jones a letter telling them that he was being investigated for possibly engaging in surveying without a license. He's not fucking surveying! surveying. (laughs) You surveyed! He takes a picture! (laughs) Then in 2019, he was sent a cease and desist letter telling him to stop his mapping work. If he did not, he faced a possibility of civil and even criminal charges for engaging in surveying work without a license. He could be fined up to $1,000 and get sent to jail for up to 60 days. So, they so just don't fucking listen. He's not right. surveying anything. Yeah. I mean, and here's, here's the thing, is if you had that drone, if that was your drone, right, even if he was he was he wasn't your drone and he was doing it for you as a favor and he took it up and he took a picture and then he went hey I'm gonna take this picture and I'm gonna slap it over this topographical 3D representation and won't it be cool if that's all he was doing government has no say they won't interfere but, yeah. because, but because he's using his own drone and you're paying him to do and it. you're paying him because there's an exchange of money government is pissed because they're not getting a cut. Yeah, right, on. and that's what licensing fees are. The board is claiming that essentially any form of map making that Jones is doing with his drone counts as surveying, even if he's not creating them to be used for legal purposes. And in so, in order to, quote, legally take pictures and combine them into maps with his drone, Jones would need to acquire the appropriate degrees, pass examinations, and get licensed. That oh is the God. fucking most retarded. Like, he's taking a pic. He's not even doing the surveying, right? It's professional people. And if you've ever seen the people it's the counties hire to survey. Sake. This is art. I, he's just yeah, creating this is, art for people. Yeah, and this is like, if he was hand drawing a map real quick, like just doodling a map of somebody's property and be like, your river's here, and then your building's here, and da-da-da. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's fine. But because he has his drone and he's taking a picture, and again, he's taking a photo. He is taking a, he is capturing something that you could see if you were that high with your own fucking eyes. He is just capturing that and putting yeah. it over a, an already existing survey so that people can look at it and get a good idea of how they want to modify things on their land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, under such a threat, Jones stopped using the drone to make maps and got legal representation. 
On March 22nd, an Institute for Justice filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of North Carolina, arguing that the board's licensing program violates Jones' First Amendment rights. Yeah, it does. Quote, the problem is when you define surveying as simply collecting and disseminating data about your land, you're getting into the First Amendment territory. That is Institute yeah. for Justice. Sam Gedge told Reason. Yeah, he's uh, not yeah. he's not creating any new data. That isn't yeah. what's yeah. happening. It's not like he's out there hammering fucking boundary markers into the yeah, because that, that's that's the big thing with allegedly and historically that's the big thing with sur- licensed surveyors is that uh-huh. you are interpreting the data and that right. is why you have to get the training. He's not interpreting anything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nope. Uh, here. At the heart of the conflict, this this is this is the rub. This is the rub right here. At the heart of the conflict is the surveying industry's disruption being caused by the development of cheaper drone technology. Gedge uh, noted that historically, when the owner of a largest tract of property, like a like a mall or a farm, needs visuals and maps, this required expensive technology and is and likely the rental of a plane for a flyover. Jones was offering a cheaper alternative, sending a drone hovering overhand, overhead, taking dozens of photos that could be automatically stitched together without requiring years of professional training. This is government protecting their is. pet businesses. Yeah, yep. as usual. Well, yeah. There it is. Uh, quote, now that the commercial drones are relatively affordable, you see people being able to offer the services that were the sole, <laughs> that were the sole preserve of licensed professionals, Gedge says. And some of those professionals aren't going to take that line down. The Institute for Justice lawsuit um, notes that they Jones don't have is a not right the to only do anything fuck other you. Than taking it lying well, down. Fuck the you. The Institute yeah, of Justice lawsuit you. notes that Jones is not the only drone operator to receive threats from the board. At least six other drone companies have received similar cease and desist letters accusing them of engaging in surveying without a license. See, you know what you know what you need to do is they're not paying you to do the thing. They're paying you for access to your yes. finished product. That's what you need to do is you say, well, I'm just taking pictures, right? Yes. Like yeah. they just are giving me permission to fly over and take photos. And if you want access well, to Well, just set up an art product, gallery and set yeah. up product yeah yeah then well then you're paying me for that and now go fuck yourself i mean that would be my solution just to not because i think that like i i agree with any of the licensing because realistically typical of all licensing all regulation it's not about protecting anybody it's not about protecting people from charlatans right like nothing that this guy was doing is in any way disingenuous. It's about reinforcing government authority and revenue. Yeah, yeah it's like about... I, I have, I have no real issue with certification boards, right? Like if, if even even in, in Anarchotopia, there could be a group of people that were that were surveyors in a previous life or, or had surveying experience, things like that, and you could go to them and be like, "Look, I know how to do this and this and that and this," and you could show them. And they could give you a little stamp on a piece of paper and say, yes, right. this person knows those how to do customers, exist now. If customers want mm-hmm. professionals that have proven yes. that they are competent right. at their trade, certification well, yeah, the, boards will the, the always classic, be a The classic what I example is a monopoly on that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, the, the classic example that exists even now is with private schools, right? There are private school certification and accreditation boards. They're not government boards, nothing else. They're just a group a consortium that set that has lots of experience in education and things and says, we're going to establish these standards 
right. that you have to meet in order for us to accredit you. And if you right. meet all if of those standards. If you want our stamp of approval that your customers will see and know that you are a quality school. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then, then yeah. you get that. And then that way they know because we publish what our standards are. You can look, oh, oh they met all of these standards. You know what? Right. I want that. That's, and that's that, fine. that already exists. Yeah, then that's yeah. totally cool. And that is going to be a very, very necessary thing in an anarchist in a totally free right. market society. But threatening having... people with violence if they don't go through your little authority, that's <laughs> fucking wrong. Yes. Well, yeah, and right. he's not he's not pretending again, he's not pretending that this he's, is establishing hard property borders. Right, yeah, that's, not, that's the thing. Yeah. He's not he's not actually doing surveying. Right. He's, t- yeah. he's taking photos and he's laying them over existing topographical maps. Yep. Yep. And right. then and, just and, saying and property this boundary here, maps. This is here, this is here, <laughs> right. whatever else. I mean, again, if the property owners did it themselves, then it would be fine. The government would have not a damn thing to say yeah. about it, but because he's doing it for them and not as a favor in exchange for money, they're demanding their cut because it's undercutting their some of their pet businesses and their pet well, businesses because those businesses have been paying taxes and licensing fees this whole time. It's just like sex. You can have all the sex you want with as many fucking people as you want. The minute a penny changes hands over it. Then the government well, feels officially like over as a direct can. result of it because you can get somebody to buy you million yep. dollar meals and yep. then fuck them because they yep. bought you a million dollar meal and that's right. okay, right? Because but you know they just bought cold, you food, hard cash, you know? or yeah. put, a cam- put a camera in front of it, yeah, yep. or yeah, or put a camera in front of it and make or money mass, off of the recording distribution, yeah, right? And then you know everybody splits the money for the recording, Although that's even, okay even, too. Even the mass distribution thing is starting to really fuck with them now because of the existence of, you know, the Internet and tube sites and stuff where suddenly recording for mass distribution is really easy. And so now that's even screwing with them. And all right, let's let's get to this last article, because, again, it's another property rights issue. And you guys know how. That seems to be the issues. theme about a theme for tonight is that well, it's about property rights. Like this yeah. is a property right. It usually all, is. All, all rights are property rights. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, this rights. is like a hardcore property. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, and this one actually pisses me off. This one really pisses me off. But um, it's a New York Times article, and it says uh, his fence says Black Lives Matter. His city says paint over it. <laughs> I bet right? they and do. It, it's not. It's not like obnoxious by any means. I mean, it, mm. it it looks it looks clean. It says what it says. You know, it's not all janky. Right. It's, it's stylized and right. you know, um, not my cup of tea for the artwork. But yeah, the colorful yeah. memorial adorned with hearts, a portrait of a local activist, and the words "Black Lives Matter" stand out on a busy intersection in West Saint Paul, Minnesota, a community nestled against the Twin Cities. It is a cherished symbol for many Black residents and a site of reflection and pride. But oh, the city said, "But the city says it must go." "Quote: I am totally saddened uh, that the activist who depicted the 75-year-old fence, who depicted the 75-year-old since last year, became the city's first black mayoral candidate." "Quote: It's an awesome piece of art. The message is needed here." West St. Paul, which has about five percent of the 20,000 residents are black, uh, says that the mural violates two sections of city codes about fences and prohibited signs. 
Oh, just add this to the list of reasons I never want to live in fucking. <laughs> and that like it's specific content has nothing to do with the violations. Bullshit. <laughs> it's it. You know, and the thing is, the Twin Cities, right? Like everybody knows the Twin Cities for like two big reasons right now, and the more recent one is the the riots, right? Oh. And Ooh. Derek Chauvin, Chauvin, and yeah, and then the the fires and everything else. So this stuff is a, is a very like relevant thing in the Twin Cities mm-hmm. right now, and it's protected political speech. Yeah, it's very it and it's very relevant current political speech, and yes. they're going after it because it they don't like it. Yep. Yes. Uh, there's a couple paragraphs about that. Bet right you there. if it said Blue Lives Matter, they wouldn't have any fucking problem with it. They'd nope. probably paint it on a fucking road. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Wendit, who owns the contested fence and the house at Borders, so this is on private property, um, received a letter from the West St. Paul officials in November informing him that it violates the city's sign ordinance. He reached an agreement to keep the mural, which was created uh, with spray paints and acrylics last summer, in place until April 15th, which is, what, four days from this recording? Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, but the city denied an extension beyond Thursday and told reporters uh, Wynette could face fines up to $2,000 for every 10 additional days the mural remains. Uh, Jesus Christ, $1,000 per day? No, for 10 days? $2,000 for 10 days. So every, so two, basically every working week, $200 a day. $200 a day. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, Wynette, who was white, said he asked local museums if they might want to preserve the entire fence in their collections. If none accepted, he will probably end up painting over the mural, an outcome he considers highly disappointing. Yeah. Quote, we don't want to take it down before the trial is over. We want that message to stay. Right? I mean, I can't disagree with that. Uh, Dan Nowicki. A spokesperson for the city sent an email that officials had received multiple complaints about the, quote, non-compliant fence, which breaches a part of city code that says fences must be one uniform color and feature no pictures or lettering. In the original notice uh, to Wynette, the city cited a code that bans signs, quote, painted, attached to, or any other manner affixed to fences, roofs, trees, rocks, or other similar natural surfaces. You know... And there's there is a distinct <laughs> that seems so like a from, big First Amendment violation. Yeah, from a from a First Amendment perspective. Hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. One more paragraph, one more paragraph, then you can explode. Quote, while the city understands the message on this particular fence is very important to the homeowner and many members of our community, Nowicki said. Quote, the city cannot and does not take content or message into account when dealing with infractions of city code. Bullshit. I bet I could walk around that city for 10 minutes and find evidence to the contrary. I mean, I wouldn't walk around that city for 10 minutes. No, no, I wouldn't. Walk uh, that. <laughs> I live real close to the Twin Cities. I wouldn't walk around that. Um, <laughs> but no, so where I was going is, that, yeah, there's a definite First Amendment thing here. Even, I mean, just from a legal perspective, because if you say that it cannot contain any words or images you it's still on private property you are directly abridging their first amendment rights yes. yep like 
even under the Constitution, if it was advertising a business, yes, you can then regulate that under the Constitution, right? I'm not talking about morality. We're talking pure legality here. You you can say, well, you're not allowed to advertise a business because the businesses then fall under, you know, the Commerce Clause and things like that, right? So, okay, fine. But it, to say that it can't contain any language, you know, any words, any images... And it just has to be solid colors is abridging their First Amendment right to free expression that has been reaffirmed by the Supreme Court repeatedly. So what you're doing here is you're you're looking at basically saying, well, you don't get to express yourself on this particular thing ever, period. Mm -hmm. Like no expression on your homes, no expression on your fences. You don't get to do that. Because we say so. That's it's private property. And if I own it, I have a right to express myself with it. You do not have a legal right and a constitutional right to restrict that expression. And, and they're full of shit that the message doesn't matter. Cause I bet at Christmas when people write Noel on their roof with Christmas lights, nobody mm -hmm. fucking comes after. Yeah, Merry Merry Christmas and you know <coughs> yeah. and um, Happy Birthday Jesus or whatever. Like when they do that, that's I mean that's even a religious expression. Yeah, and it's protected by the First Amendment the same way that political expression is supposed to be protected. This is in yeah. the spirit of the First Amendment. This is what the First Amendment was written for. It yeah. was so yes. that people could openly express themselves in ways that the government didn't necessarily like. Yeah, uh, Wynette, the fence's owner, said that he and his husband were simply hoping to project the Black Lives Matter message the best they could. They offered their fence as a canvas, hiring, hiring two artists who had worked with murals in the Twin City area. Wynette said that they put the messages and flags on the same on the same fence several times before, but this was the first time the city had served them up with a violation notice. One yeah, of the flags which they hung up before 2020 proclaimed coexist. You know, and the thing is, the 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 graffiti art in the Twin Cities is fucking fantastic. If nobody's oh. seen it, like if you ever want to see some amazing graffiti art, you cruise around some of the rougher parts of the Twin Cities. Mm -hmm. Um, you will see incredible artwork, yeah. absolutely incredible art. And so, like, this isn't even poorly done. Like, you, if you look at the pictures of it, it's not even poorly done. It's yeah, it's it's well done. It's it's street art, yes, but street art is a style unto itself. I mean, look at how popular Banksy is and everything. This is a street art thing that is is a style unto itself. Yeah. It's an artistic street expression. art isn't my cup of tea, but I can appreciate the skill that goes into it. Yeah, it's 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 an artistic expression that's delivering a political message. This is completely what the First Amendment is written for. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can burn the American flag, but you can't paint your fence. Yeah, but you, you can can't you can wipe your ass with the American flag on video, but you can't paint yeah. your fence. You know what you should you know what you, what they should do is they should replace it with a photographic. Uh, what what's the name for that? With it where it's all the little photos to make up a big thing. Yeah, like a mosaic. Um, yeah, like a mosaic. They should do it with a mosaic of the pictures of the city count of pictures of the city council members that also says Black Lives Matter, but just uh, pictures of them, and then watch yeah. the city council complain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
it's just pictures of them. Oh, you could it's, do it with the uh, 1,000 people annually that are killed by police. Yeah. yeah, you could do it with that. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, and that's and and that's the thing is like they're what they're trying to do is they're trying to say what speech, what publicly, obviously available speech, is okay on your private property and what is not. That's okay. that's the rub. That's what really gets me is that this is, this is their fence on their property connected to their house, a, yeah. a painting a, a mural that they paid for. Yeah, and the city says, "Oh no, that has to come down." And it's not like these guys have painted, you know, on their fence that they've painted a, a you know, like a swastika and kill all Jews or something, right? Like this mm-hmm. isn't even hate speech. This is an expression that, hey, black people's lives should matter to you. Yep. And cops keep killing them is the implication, and this is a problem. Like that's what this is. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. You are trying to get rid of it by yeah. force. Using it was like two cops. gay white guys yeah. that are just showing solidarity with other human beings by putting this on their back. <laughs> nope, but government has to get involved because all government is bastards. Yep. Yeah, they're fucking. A gab. Yep. A gab. A gab. A gab. Yeah. The. I mean, that's it. Just. But this is this is what happens, though. This is the inevitable result when you start handing government the ability to approve what you can and can't use for self-expression on your property, which is what happens when you allow government to set ordinances for heights of fences, colors of fences, colors of your mm-hmm. house, the kind of siding, how you can maintain your lawns, blah, blah, blah. When you like start the city doing becomes that, a huge HOA at that point. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what you're doing here is you're giving them the ability to restrict <laughs> this kind of thing. And it's, this is where this goes. It is backed up by a gun. Literally. Yep. Literally. Literally enforced by yeah, officers of the law that yep. will shoot you in the fucking face for yep. resisting their attempts to throw you in a yeah, That's and you know, even if, worse than an HOA. <laughs> yeah, and if they had painted if they had painted their fence and just had a single blue line across it. Uh-huh. Right? Like it's a white fence and there's black and then there's blue line well, I mean, and then black on the other side. The, if the, they had the, done that, the fence probably wouldn't exist, but I, I, I get where you're going. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Well, the fence would have probably been set on fire by now, but if they right. had done that, but the city wouldn't have the done city anything. Wouldn't the city wouldn't have said anything, anything, yeah. anything at all. No, they don't want to. Dude, they should like repaint the fence with a message that says something about, you know, how much they love the city council and wait for the fucking, <laughs> Code violation to come in. Yeah. And prove the city them council can hit- suck our cocks. No, no, something really positive. Yeah, no, the like city council. the city council cares about you. Yeah, and, and make them fucking send in a code violation for that. Prove that they won't fucking do it. Yeah, and that, that they it don't is do the it. message. See, yeah. Well, yeah. Personally, personally, what I hope they do is they game the system, right? You paint over it, right? Yeah. You get the city to come out, sign off. Hey, look, it, it's gone. Bring yeah. in artists, do it again. Paint it again. Yeah, paint it again, and do that every single time. A different mural every time the city says something. Yeah, bring in mm-hmm. bring in a new set of artists. Yeah. Well, you know, and you know, the the thing is, is what they really should do is rather than painting their own fence with a city council cares about you, get a neighbor that is like right across the street or just a couple houses down to do that, and do the city council cares about you, and have that painted on their fence, and then uh-huh. when they don't get a violation. Now, yeah. now, 
that's what I was saying that into the court and you Uh can take, you can do video from one fence that took the violation to the next that hasn't gotten one and go Uh prove to me that this isn't about the message. (laughs) Exactly. That was my whole point. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's all right. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) Buy my book. Buy Derrica's book. Link in the description. Oh hey, if can we no. put the link for my pattern? No, okay. no, no. Yes, you, gotta send, <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta, you have to send me the link though, because yeah. I don't have it otherwise. I will. Yeah. No, it's just if you happen to know, if you're Which, listening and you happen to know somebody who likes to crochet and would like to make a very hungry caterpillar stashing game, which is really fucking cool. And crochet lot- is not the game with the little balls and the mallet that you hit. That's croquet. <laughs> I have been doing things very wrong. And crochet, dude, hit, hit, the ball, hit the ball with those little needle things. Yeah. So fucking hard. And he was, that I, explains I, a lot. Yeah. Published... And they, they don't they don't fit on the, when you bend the needle. The ball yeah. doesn't, doesn't go through the hoop. Yeah, it's you know. I published my first crochet pattern ever. I've come up with several, but this is the first one that I published. Right. You know, is, and I brought it up. I did bring is, it up to my sister uh, that you had done that pattern um, because one of my younger sisters does crochet stuff and obviously I have a lot of very young nieces who would probably be really into it. I brought it up to them. So we'll see if they uh, bother to to do it. But Yeah, it's a huge pattern though. Huge. It's 45 pages long. Um, But it's only $7.50, you know. If you feel like supporting me, you could share the link even if that's all you do. Um, this is how a what, what is the crippled veteran helps support her family. <laughs> what, is, what is the pattern of? Uh, the Very Hungry Caterpillar stashing game. So it's a big, it's actually pretty big. The thing's like 16 and a half inches long, um, 12 and a half inches wide, and like 13 and a half inches tall, right? And the head comes off. So it's like the, it's like the caterpillar from the book. And you can put all the pieces of food in its mouth. Like the baby, your child can put each piece of food in as the caterpillar eats it while you're reading the book. And then the head comes off to dump all the foods back out so you can do it again. Um, very, very anarchist caterpillar. Yes. <laughs> it's really cool. It is a really cool yeah. pattern. All I right. really like it. That's uh, yeah. yeah, the um, I actually brought it up when I was down there on Easter, so before you'd actually even published oh, <laughs> I nice. brought it up like, hey, yeah, no, my friend Erica totally did that. It was super cool. Um, yeah, that's it is really cool. It is really, really cool. If anybody's into crocheting, they should definitely do it because it is it is really neat and kids will absolutely adore it and doing it. Yeah. If you ever watch babies with their I can put this in here and now I can't see it. Yay! And people want <laughs> this. This is like like I'll be totally frank. Each set that I make, I sell for six hundred and fifty dollars because of how long it takes to make it, how complex it is. Oh. And I still always have orders for them and I can't keep up. And that's why I published the pattern because <laughs> I can't fucking keep up with orders for these. So, yeah. Anyways, yeah. we'll put the link in the description. I'll send it to Jason. Yeah. It's just one way to kind of support anarchy among friends, support us guys. Just share it. Costs you nothing. Yeah, there's no real supporting the channel there is supporting each one of us individually you're right because we're fucking anarchists man we're not even monetized what are you guys talking about we're we're fucking anarchists like yeah we it's all it's every man for himself yeah uh, 
And but, you don't have to. I'm not begging for your support. I'm not asking for Patreon contributions. I mean, oh, share it if right. you feel like it. If you don't, don't. Damn. Okay, Derek, I'll land the plane. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm not the only one. <laughs> Except I was actually done when he said that. You know what? That's, we're not going to talk about it. Right. <laughs> I was, land, land this Bruce Goose, Derek. Ah. <laughs> you know, I'm from the town where that's like sitting in the Evergreen Aviation Museum. I watched a thing on it today. Yeah, I'm from that town. Yeah. The yeah. wings the wings haven't dipped more than a sixteenth of an inch in ten years. Still yeah. sitting there. Yeah, that thing is massive. Yeah. Three hundred three hundred and fifteen foot wingspan. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, oh. it's it, it floated. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh. Andrew. Anyway. Uh, if you want a luxurious, shiny Viking fucking beard like I have, care for your beard like a goddamn Viking and go to thebeardstruggle.com. Use code inkedanarchist15. Get 15% off of your beard care products. They are fantastic. I recommend the gold scents primarily, but hey, you know what? Silver scents are cool too. They're fantastic. They have a beard straightener. They have night elixirs. They have all sorts of cool stuff. It's <coughs> fantastic. It makes your beard really soft and really fantastic and much more manageable. Also, if you are into luxury sunglasses, you're into luxury watches, you really like that kind of style, go to shopvalerio.com. Make sure that you use code ink to anarchist 25, get 25% off of your order and also support me when you do either of those things. And seriously, Valerio has fantastic looking watches. They look very, very close to very high end watches that you probably can't afford any more than I can. And yet they look like them. They look cool. They He's already really taken well. longer than I did. You know what? I have multiple <laughs> sponsors. Thank you. The sunglasses are awesome. Check them out and you get 25% off. So why not go check it out and get yourself some cool stuff. So you look awesome this summer. It's summer. It's going to be sunny. Get some sunglasses. Some not here. Sunglasses. Not here. It'll, it'll be smoky, but I get what you're saying. Well, yeah. that's because it's California and California bursts into flames at random. So. No, we only, we only had about a third of the rainfall that we ha usually have our annual average. Oh God. Oh, uh, well, you know, uh, that is... Is there Should anything left on the West Coast that's still flammable? That is... Cannabis. Lots of cannabis. <laughs> we'll have the smoke drifting across the U.S. And the entire U.S. will just be going like, man, you know what sounds good is some of those, like, Subway cookies, like the chocolate chip cookies. I feel like nachos. Why do I feel like making nachos? Fast food along the aisle. We will have world fucking peace, like... or at least in the U.S. Everybody's <laughs> going to stop hating each other for two all of, hours. All of Humboldt County, California, winds up on fire, <laughs> and the entire U.S. is stoned out of just their... Just instantly door. fucking chills out it's, and stops you know, being first, dicks. Yeah, and the worst part is that we'll get the brunt of it because the last time California was massively on fire because of the way the jet stream works, it all the smoke came back out of the atmosphere, landed on Wisconsin. <laughs> so Wisconsin... Hey, well, hey I'll, act, I'll have a reason to actually wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, I can only get so hot. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. See that video of the guys with like the water cooler things on their heads oh in the bunk? so fucking hilarious. <laughs> Did you see that one? Uh, show oh. That one oh, I haven't seen that one. It I was, have seen it was, the guys. It was two, the... dudes, two dudes sitting next to each other, and they both got like five gallon water jugs oh, on their head. No. 
with the right? bottoms cut off, with, right? With the, the bottoms cut off, and there's like and there's like a, 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 a like a piece of cloth, right, right. holding on, forming and a seal. Have, yeah, and then they have a, a two tubes going to a bowl. Like a, Under yep. the bowl is a fan. You can you can hear the fan turn on. Oh right. no! And, yeah. Oh no! And so they take and, a torch oh. to this massive bowl that's like this big, right? And it's totally <laughs> packed. And they take oh. a torch to it, and the fan is blowing all this shit directly into these things they have sealed around their fucking heads. Oh, that's so, that's like the I did see the one where they had the giant like the mega bowl with the the leaf blower attached to it in a tent that was all sealed. And oh, just running man. a leaf blower with a torch on it <laughs> with like like a pound and a half oh in this giant bowl and they're just running the leaf blower with a torch on it and uh i can imagine what that probably resulted in yeah and, uh if i was <laughs> oh they man, ripped those things off their heads fast quick and in a hurry <laughs> oh, were, i imagine they were dying it was, it was well yeah they, they could actually die as smoke inhalation it's uh yeah that's yeah. a thing that's wow um, all right well, right. and Poppins Patches, let's not forget oh, yeah. uh, our boy Patches. Dave uh, at Poppins Patches. He makes fantastic patches. They're very, very high quality. If you were somebody who sent me a message and you wanted them sent to you and I said I would send them to you in a week, I'm sorry I lied. Um, the problem was, you know, Easter and stuff. And I was doing stuff with the kids. And I uh, also am, you know, trying to prepare for the inevitable Right. FBI raid that's going to happen to me. Right. So okay. I got a little distracted, and I will I send them out this patches week, to do Anarchy Among Friends merch. <laughs> I, you know what? I can talk to Dave. I'll, I'll see what he'll do. Yeah, he can probably do some stuff. He does take custom orders. He will absolutely take custom orders from anybody. He's done a bunch of them, um, so he'll totally do them. Mm. I don't know that he has a minimum order even, um, but he will definitely. Right. Um, he's the one who did the Boogalorian uh, thing that I have that T-shirt and Chris has worn it occasionally. The Boogalorian T-shirt that is a Poppins design that me and Chris came up with and helped him out with. So there's that. Um, he does the the Prawns Laboratory. If you're or Thrawn's Laboratory, if you're a fan of Star Wars, he did the uh, the um, plague, plague hard. Doc. Yeah, yeah uh, plague doctor. You know, work hard, plague hard. Um, yes, he does that one, uh, which is the Boog Boys uh, at a Netty and a companion patch, which is the girls as the <laughs> as Elf Fettys. Yeah, um, <laughs> he does. He does a ton of really cool ones. Definitely go check out Poppins patches. Also, um, our what is it? RT RTA magazine. A magazine. Road, Road to autonomy. Make sure that you is, check uh, out RTA. Yep. That is Dharma. Mm-hmm. Ire Jackie Kerouac on Facebook. So yeah. fantastic right. publication. Check all that stuff out. Support us. Support the anarchist cause that way, man. Yeah. yeah. Andrew Andrew's still talking. I'm just gonna end this recording. I'm okay. you know. Hey, come on. <laughs> we'll see you guys. <laughs> I'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.